America demanded change. Donald Trump wins the presidency. And change is what we got. Under President Trump, America is stronger, safer, and more prosperous than ever before. Best wage growth I think we've seen in almost a decade. Unemployment rate sinking to a 49-year low. Unemployment for African Americans it fell to a new low. Unemployment for Hispanics hit an all-time record low. And ladies and gentlemen, the best is yet to come. I'm Donald J. Trump, uh, and I approve this message. I remember playing pinch-up, in the grass. Yeah, but those times didn't last. Uh, the game changed so fast. Yeah, things were raised in the flash. Some of my homies fell victim to the gun blast. Some of us made it to the cash. Ferrari engines under glass. A million liquid in the bag. Up in the fold, eyes halfway closed Thinking about my life while skating on these dates Down the road, some of my closest homies Transformed in the foes Women I thought was down for me Then turned all in the hoes Game was cold, but now I know What my oldest told me Wonder and to be ready for Niggas that I had the best times of my life When ain't around no more No matter how much that I smoke I won't forget you, bro Swear I love you I remember playing pitch up Tackle in the grass yeah, but those times didn't last. Uh, the game changed so fast. Yeah, things were raised in the flash. Some of my homies fell victim to the gun blast. Some of us made it to the cash. Ferrari engines under glass. A million liquid in the bag. Script too early, shame play a role. I gave a part to another actress, and she was twice as cold. I sent an answer, silent attack. That's Brandon from Currency and DJ Fresh titled Remember the Time off of their brand new project, The Tonight Show with Currency, available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. And Currency is coming off of another album he just dropped back at Bernie's. And uh, man, the dude stays consistent. We already know. I don't need to get into that. If you are familiar with this guy, <laughs> you know that he has been this way since 2009. And I guess we'll see what comes next. Um, I like back at Bernie's, but I was like, man, this isn't this is just as good as Weekend at Bernie's. But it wasn't anything like that. It exceeded Weekend at Bernie's. And I'm like, uh, this this is OK. I still like it, but this is all right. And this, this shit right here, the Tonight Show, um, shit. <laughs> this is probably his best project in a while. He's dropped some pretty good projects. You know, it's kind of hard to keep up with currency because um, as of recent, he hasn't really been announcing some of these projects. He just throws it out there. Um, like, for instance, the Tonight Show with Currency. Uh, this was not announced. This was just thrown out there. Um, Umbrella Symphony with Currency and London Drugs. That was thrown out there. I didn't even know that was coming. But I heard... Is one is one of the songs on here that I've heard on his, um, his vlog series, Raps and Lowriders, on YouTube. I heard that on there. Uh, but I didn't know there was a project coming. Um, there was another one that he threw out here just randomly with no announcement. Um, Gran Turismo, the one that he did with Static Selector, that was one that was very random. And Fino, Fino Grigio with Burner, that was one that was just, it, it kind of went under the radar, but not really unless you're a Burner and Currency fan. But that was another project that he just threw out there for the fans. And he, I, I don't know. I mean, he's able to do it when fans see it. They you know they follow him. They're going to jump right on it and download it or buy it or whatever. But yeah, um, and then uh, he had another one called Hot August Nights. And then he did another one, which was called Hot August Nights Forever, which were basically remixes of the first one. But yeah, um, shout out to Currency. It's my favorite rapper. So what's going on? It's your boy, Sid Davis. The one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast. Back with a brand new episode. Episode 200. I am here. 200. 
And I'm not going to get all sappy or, you, you know, I'm not going to go into this whole monologue of, oh my God, I can't believe I've made it. And all I'll say is when I first started from episode one to 100, it felt like it took forever to get to 100. Uh, prior to even starting the show, I was like, man, I don't know about this. It sounds good, but it's, you know, it's. It's just not there. I don't know what I'm supposed to do or how I'm supposed to do it. Slowly but surely, I got into like a groove of the show. You know, I start, you know, I talk about what's going on and then I get to a song and go on to the next topic or article or whatnot and then play another song and then end it with something else. And um, now that I've gotten to episode 100, it felt like a breeze to get to 200 despite putting two episodes out a week now i you know i put one episode out sometimes because it was like i was tired <laughs> i was like damn i can't do it this week i can only put out one but i haven't missed a week and i think that's dope but like i said from episode 100 to 200 was a breeze like i'm like damn i mean that that came quicker than i thought so I'll just say this. Um, here's to 100 more. Let's get to 300. So I just want to start off with the uh, Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. That was a dope Super Bowl. It was it was kind of cool. Uh, it, it started off a little rough and I'm like, eh, this is kind of boring. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and it gets to the halftime show. And what I will say, I thought the halftime show was kind of cool. Uh, Should have. J-Lo and Shakira been the ones to headline it? No. Uh, to be honest, J Balvin and Bad Bunny were also there. It should have been Bad Bunny and J Balvin to headline that shit. Shit would have been more live. And I fuck with Bad Bunny. So there you go. Uh, so Super Bowl was okay. Um, it was kind of boring to me. And I... I, I got some Latino brothers and sisters that'll vouch for me and say, hey, man, this is good. But it wasn't like spectacular like people are making it out to be. They say it's the greatest Super Bowl halftime show ever, which I don't know where the hell y'all getting that from. But to each its own. That's cool. Um, J-Lo still can't sing. Her daughter sings better than her. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Shakira can still shake it. I've been watching Shakira Shake since middle school. So, I mean, that wasn't really all surprising to me. And she seemed to be wearing the same red outfit that she wore in Zootopia because I think she was, I think she did the voice for the gazelle in Zootopia. Yes, she did. Uh, she wore the same outfit, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, and she did this weird noise, like in the middle of the performance was or some shit. And so after the super <laughs> after the Super Bowl, I went on this meme making rampage. I just went crazy with it. I didn't care. I was like, fuck it. Whatever. Um, that was funny. I got a kick out of that. And a few weeks ago, prior to the Super Bowl, I said it would be cool to see my dad's team go. Just because his team is the San Francisco 49ers. And yeah, they lost whatever, but it was just cool to see them go. It's like, damn, that's that's dope. And last week marked six years since he's passed away. So around this time, I'm a little bummed out, kind of like whatever. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. But this was the first time in those six years where I was like super excited. I was just hyped. And it's probably just off of the strength of seeing the 49ers make it to the Super Bowl like normally around this time regardless if his team isn't there or if his team is in the playoff doesn't matter he'll call me he'll just talk mad shit like I remember when the Giants were going to the Super Bowl when they were in the playoffs and everything they were going up against the Patriots he just he called me talking mad shit like man your team trash they about to get ran over by the Patriots and we all know what happened Eli went on to beat the Patriots uh, twice at the Super Bowl, which I thought was great. But yeah, um, this 
time I, I don't know what it is man i just i just felt great like it, it sucks that he couldn't call to talk shit because <laughs> it's funny when he just calls to talk shit and i'm just like bro here we go and it would have been even better had he if he was around and to see the 49ers go but you know uh it's all good i feel great once again congratulations to the chiefs um <laughs> i don't know about the whole white house meetup with trump i don't know if these guys are gonna go I'm, I'm they probably will i don't care but speaking of the super bowl um oh before i get into that hey yeah a, a lot of y'all might think the super bowl was boring and in well not super bowl the, the halftime show was boring and i i would agree it was boring it wasn't live hopefully they'll learn their lesson by getting the Migos or Uzi Vert or Trippy Red or something to the Super Halftime Show, Super Bowl Halftime Show, whatever. Um, that does not give you an excuse to say ignorant shit and racist shit. Just knock it off. Um, I thought it was dope with the the feathered flag of what J Lo was wearing. Uh, one side was the Puerto Rican flag, the other side was the American flag. I thought that shit was hard. Uh, but yeah, knock it off. Oh, and Shakira. I didn't know she could rock out like that on the uh, the drums and the guitar. I love her even more. <laughs> but yeah, with that being said, speaking of the Super Bowl, Jay-Z and Beyonce sat during the national anthem when Demi Lovato sang and Wendy Williams came out, had an issue with it. And surprisingly, Colin Kaepernick and his wife, Nessa, also had an issue with it. I don't know what type of topsy-turvy world we're living in. Because I'm pretty sure at one point, everybody was standing for Kaepernick. Um, I don't... You, we know why they were sitting during the national anthem. Uh, what makes any difference from Kaepernick fucking kneeling and Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting... And just to throw this out there, there were a lot of people just sitting around them. There weren't a lot of people standing up. So I don't know why the target was put onto them. Yeah, they're celebrities, whatever. But um, I just thought that was dumb. And let me see. Let me go down to this article. I'm going to just read a, a, a piece of this. When Jay-Z and the NFL announced a partnership last year that would see him consult on the Super Bowl halftime show, Jay addressed Kaepernick's national anthem protests. We forget that Colin's whole thing was to bring attention to social injustice. In that case, this is a success, Hove said. This is a next phase. There are two parts of protesting. You go outside and you protest, and then the company or individual says, I hear you. What do we do next? Hmm. So, I remember that. Jay-Z defended this man. What do we do next? We can't just keep going outside to protest. Something has to take place something has to be done like take care of it and here we go with Kaepernick coming out of the woodwork oh I I um I forgot what the fuck he said something around uh, along the lines of helping those in need during the Super Bowl we don't give a fuck you showed your hand um well in my opinion you showed your hand and I just thought it was a little bit phony and I thought it was, you know, kind of a little funny in the light with Kaepernick after the whole collusion settlement and the Nike sponsorship. I just ever since then, it was like, uh, I why is he taking a settlement? I understand what he's doing, but it's like the whole Nike ad shit. That was cool, too. But I'm like, this doesn't do anything. This does not solve anything. And I just had an issue with that ever since. But, oh. Uh, Whatever, I, I don't fucking get it. Anyway, we're going to move on from that. Uh, we'll see who goes to the Super Bowl next year. Uh, Eli Manning is planning to retire this year. And though I'm a Giants fan, I just don't give a shit anymore because Eli Manning has had ample opportunity to show that he's that nigga. Uh, and he can be as good as his brother. And he's just played like shit. It's like... His goal, he was like, well, I just want to beat Tom Brady. He did it twice, and he just became lazy. But whatever. It's cool. 
Um, I wish you well, Eli. Fuck out of here. Anyway, I'm getting to some new music. <laughs> Real quick. Uh, Cardo, producer Cardo Got Wings, Larry June, Payroll Giovanni, and HBK have all gotten together to drop this one project called Game Related. And wow, love it. And I, I figure it's a little too early because I'm like, damn, this is like for the spring and the summer. So I'm pretty sure this project will last up until then. I mean, I'm that guy. Fam, anything Payroll Giovanni drops, Larry June, Cardo, HBK, you know, I am suing all them boys. I'm on top of it. But anyway, one of my favorite joints off of this project is Best Behavior. Check it out. Come pay, bitch. Did it hella dirt in the dark. That's why the chains let my niggas on the same shit. Flip work, take champagne sips. Rollies on wrist, get with the campaign, bitch. Game related, spend nights in Vegas. Mornings in Cali's, I serve killers in alleys. I used to fill up them bags. Now I fill up the trunk with shopping bags from sacks. Wake up and do what I want. I plant seeds with my money, now I ball. Pull the baddest bitch in the club and don't call. Might just grab a motherfucking rover for the fall. And park it at my condo with art all on the wall. Only spit shit a nigga did do a saw. Played the game with my life like a victim on saw. If I say fuck a nigga, then it's fuck him, that's law. Labels never understood a nigga, guess I'm too raw. We getting money independent, so these labels on their best behavior. I drop stacks on pennies, so these jewelers on their best behavior. All this winning got these bitches and their feelings on their best behavior. Get out of line, I spend ditches, so these niggas on their best behavior. Don't check me, bitch, check your engine light. Them ain't VV, so they not hitting right. House by the ocean, I can hear it in the night. In my bathroom, $50 hand wash. Nigga quit purping, nigga, that's your man watch. I ain't really with the talking, I'll pull these bands out. Put something on your head, vacate to an island. You ain't never spent a hundred in a day, quit lying. I don't never take L's, bitch, I just apply pressure. If I take this ring off, then that's 20 on the dress. From the streets to the bank, bitch, I'm having good credit. Spent a cool little penny on this cashmere sweater. Every dollar that I blow, you know I'm making it back. It's hard to hit a moving target, never know where I'm at. I'm paranoid, for I bounce out, I'm loading the mat. 12 hours on the road, back to back for the stacks. Money independent, so these labels on their best behavior. I drop stacks on pennies, so these jewelers on their best behavior. Once again, that's Best Behavior by Cardo, Larry June, Payroll Giovanni, and HBK off of their brand new project, Game Related. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So it's it's been about a week, a little more than a week since Kobe and his daughter's passing and the the other seven passengers on that helicopter um i'm not gonna get all sad about this shit and bring it back up but i will say this some people that i know that keep tagging me and hitting me up in messages like man did you know that kobe bryant was rapping at one point yes a lot of us knew that a lot of us knew that and his first single was featuring tyra banks Please stop tagging me and please stop sending me messages. I am highly aware that Kobe Bryant once had this semi-type rap career. Didn't work out. We used to clown him for it. But looking back in hindsight, it's kind of cool. You know, Allen Iverson was like that one point. Um, Ron Artest. Oh, my bad. Metal World Peace. Who else? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal is one of the best NBA rappers of all time i don't care um and then then i i say damian lillard because i really like damian lillard uh dame dollar for those that know him by his rap name but uh yeah it's annoying now stop it i've seen the music video i've heard the song many 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 times but yeah um so there's another article that i stumbled upon this is very very strange and this is coming off of pinknews.co or something. Uh, anyway, the title of the article, Voice of Gay Icon 
Peppa Pig to step down after 13 years in the role. British actor Haley Bird is leaving Peppa Pig after 13 years voicing the gay icon. Um, I wasn't aware that Peppa Pig was gay. I, I've seen like maybe two or three episodes with my, my cousins around and Peppa Pig is fucking rude and mean <laughs> from, from the episodes, from the clips that I've seen, Peppa Pig is a rude ass bastard. So whatever. Anyway, uh, bird 18 has voiced the cartoon character since she was five. Oh, that's cool. She said becoming the voice of Peppa Pig at the age of five was the start of an incredible journey. And I'll never forget my time on the show. I'm not going to go any further into, well, fuck that hold on peppa pig gay icon the queer seal of approval came following the release of peppa's debut album on july 19th 2019 which my first album by peppa pig is kind of heat i i highly recommend it a 16 track feel good record crammed with uplifting bangers it all <laughs> it all kicked off with australian rapper iggy azalea tweeted that cute pigs record clashed with the release date of her second album, In My Defense, which is dash. Um, but yeah, LGBT plus social media fans quickly jumped on Peppa's oint heavy record called My First Album on release day, citing that the many ways that her music resonates with the queer community. Peppa Pig said gay rights, said one person alongside a screenshot of the aptly named song rainbow rainbow on her debut album i'm gonna stop there fam this <laughs> oh boy fix it man fix it this shit is weird man anyway let me move on from that uh what i really wanted to get into is uh nick cannon versus eminem nick cannon is in a recent series of videos with dj vlad you know i'm a sucker for watching dj vlad well not really unless it's lord jamar that's the only time i'll watch some vlad videos and eddie griffin and a lot of the italian mob bosses from back in the day but whatever so nick cannon or i mean i should say dj vlad because it's usually vlad that initiates the question but um nick cannon goes on to reminisce about a time where he wanted to beat Eminem's ass. I have the clip. Check it out. Well, you and I have talked about Eminem <laughs> on a number of occasions. Too much. Do we have? <laughs> do we have to? We, we have to talk about this because I think you might talk about Eminem more than I talk about Eminem. Possibly. And I think you're the reason <laughs> I always get in Eminem conversations. Right. Well, me, you, and Lord Jamar. Lord Jamar. <laughs> we'll get to that. So, you were minding your own business one day, and oh, then Fat God Joe, Fat Joe dropped his album. My man. <laughs> and on the song Lord Above, you get mentioned. Yeah. I let her chop my balls off too before I lost to you, Nick. <laughs> With some other stuff about Mariah. He said he admitted that he was gonna get his I was gonna whoop his ass. He admitted, he admitted that. that. <laughs> almost got my ass kicked. Uh, almost. Oh, so he was talking about you kicking. Who else was gonna kick his ass? I went looking for that motherfucker. We got we had this conversation several times. Um, how close did you get? I went to Detroit. You don't live in Detroit. <laughs> not, not now. You don't live nowhere near seven or eight miles. <laughs> <laughs> he lives, he in lives in Michigan in a, man, in a mansion. Somewhere. Yeah, which as rightly so, you're supposed to come up. Of course. Uh, but you know, uh, and then I believe it was the BT Awards. And like I said again at the time, uh, I was managed by Chris Lighty. So was uh, musically at the time. Uh, so was Mariah. Um, and we know there's Chris was managing 50. He was talking to Paul all the time. So there's a lot of conversation going on. And this is, again, these, this is a decade ago, over a decade ago. Uh, and everybody knew how serious I was. Like I was, in, I was there to defend my wife. I ain't give a fuck about no lyrics. I ain't give a fuck about, like you said some disrespectful shit about my wife and I'm going to beat your ass. That was my mentality in 2009, 10, eight, whatever year that was. Uh, and so I was like, Man, I'm trying to, what's happening? Like, I, I, even at the time, crazy people don't know this, uh, Emmanuel Stewart, you know, God rest his soul, one of the greatest boxing trainers ever, was working with him, because I think M was supposed to do that boxing movie that Jake Gyllenhaal did. Mm. So he was training with 
with, with dude and a man. I was at a fight one time, and everybody know I, I, I box and all that stuff. So man, was like, "Yo, he ready for it?" I was like, "Set it up, e, set it, whatever. All money goes to charity." He was like, "I, I was like, you know, I, I, I do this. Like, I, that's all I wanted." Real talk, I was like, I want to match whatever energy he's on. I know I ain't gonna outwrap the motherfucker, but I was like, yo, if you really got a problem with me and my wife, you talking that shit, you gotta have, I feel like people can say whatever they wanna say in life, but you gotta be able to deal with the consequences that come with your mouth. Well, simple as that. To be fair, people at the level of Eminem, you, and, and even me for that matter, we all have security around us. No one's gonna allow a fist fight. Someone's gonna get nope. shot in the process. Like, nah, see, but that's like, cause I, was, yeah. I wasn't on that. I wasn't on some erratic yeah. fan shit. I'm on some, let's have a conversation. You disrespect it. Like, I had, the, people don't, I had this conversation with Howard Stern, a very man-to-man -man conversation, because me and Howard Stern at first were rivals. I was on his radio station, 92.3 in New York. He was Howard Stern, he, had, he said some disrespectful shit about Mariah. Then when he found I was on the radio, he started going in. I was like, my dude, see me. <laughs> like, what, what, we can have a conversation and whatever that escalates to, there. But I'm an I'm a intelligent man. Let's first have this conversation. But know that if you disrespect anyone in my family and my face, it's happening. Like, whatever, like, it, it, it's going to turn physical. And I didn't have to get that because Howard Stern is a wise man. Sat down, dinner, me, Mariah, Howard, I'm sorry, I was immature, I, 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 moved on. I, I was expecting Stern, some of the same things with, uh... Wait, Howard Stern apologized to you and Mariah in person. Absolutely. Okay. And now okay. Howard Stern is not only one of my closest of friends or associates in the industry, but a mentor, someone I call mm. when I need help because, and first of all, Howard Stern is in his 60s, let's go there. Like, But at that time, he was saying some wild, same level shit that Eminem was saying. And I was like, and this is why, and this is the root of the problem, Vlad. And, and this is where, you know, I'm all for the jokes. I'm all for the competition and the hip hop. But there's a mentality. It goes all the way back to the slave codes, when the slave codes were established, that there was practices that the slave master, the oppressor, would rape a black woman and make her husband stand there and watch. And he couldn't do anything about it. If he did anything about it, he was dead. He was, it, was, it was illegal. So I'm supposed to stand here in 2008, 2009 and let this white man disrespect my wife, a woman of color, whatever you want to believe her color is, because that's a whole nother debate. She ain't even black. Her, her daddy blacker than me from Harlem, but we ain't going to get into that. <laughs> like, like, whatever you believe that is, that's a woman of color and I'm not supposed to do nothing. And then I got my entire community be like, man, let that shit go. Fuck out of here, let that go. Would you let that go if that was your wife? Would you let that go if that was the mother of your children? And you, this man is gonna sit there and laugh at you in your face because he can rhyme some words together? I'm beating his ass. Or he's gonna have to say, you know what? I didn't see it that way, Nick. You know what? I didn't think it goes all the way back. You, I, I see where you're coming from, man, because that not only did I hurt you, but I hurt an entire community based off of my anger and therefore, now I can project this and continue to see little boys and girls of color have to deal with this racial institutionalization that, oh, a white man can say whatever he wants to say when he's angry and there's no repercussions behind it. No, you're going to see some repercussions. It's going to happen. Well, he mentioned Mariah again on the Fat Joe song. Again. Once again. Once a motherfucker I'm not read the And mental health. And he didn't get, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. Yeah. As strong as Mariah was to come out and say, y'all been dealing with issues and dealing with, you know, uh, and, and came out and spoke and, and now is an advocate for it. And he gonna call her a nut job and all that stuff. And you, you don't, that you don't see the problem. We just gonna let that ride, huh? We all mental health advocates now all of a sudden, but when Eminem still talking shit from some shit that happened two decades ago, and he just, oh, he's Eminem. No, he's white. That's the problem with it. Well. And he doesn't have to deal with the same measuring stick that the rest of us have to. Hey, look, I believe him. I really believe him. But yeah, uh, there's like multiple clips. Uh, I remember one from last year where Gucci Mane offered to kind of step in and and take care of a quote unquote business with Eminem or some shit like that. I don't know. 
But um, I wouldn't put it past Nick Cannon pulling up and swinging on Eminem. I'm sure of it. I'm sure he will. And you can sit there and laugh, make fun of him, joke, and call the disses whack. But the disses that he dropped on Eminem weren't whack. I'm, I'm not going to front. He held his own. I can't clown him. He defended himself. Even to the point when he dropped the third diss. The third diss starts off, I think, maybe the first two and a half minutes. Two, two and a half minutes of every Eminem bar that was just slandering Nick Cannon. And Nick Cannon is like, enough. Here we go. Third time's the charm. And did the song by himself, whatever. He didn't have the Wild and Out crew come in and bar Eminem up. I give Nick Cannon credit for what he did. I don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, Eminem hasn't responded. And I hate that. Eminem doesn't need to respond. He's he's the bestest. He's the greatest. And fuck Eminem. Stop that. All these other rappers, when they get this, they have to respond. But when it's Eminem, he ain't got to respond. When it's Drake, he ain't got to respond. When it's... Whoever's dick y'all riding on, they ain't got to respond. Oh, but Pusha T had to respond, and he damn sure did, and I will never let y'all forget that. Oh, Meek Mill had to respond, in which Meek Mill did. It wasn't the best, but Meek Mill followed it up with, what song was that, War? With uh, O'Malley? Awesome. You know, I can go on, so on and so forth with other rappers that y'all show a little favoritism to. I just think it's silly. Uh, Nick Cannon did what he had to do, and he did a damn good job at it. Uh, real quick, let me see. Uh, what do I want? Uh, Charlie Smarts. I talked about this album for a couple weeks now, titled We Had a Good Thing Going. Really like this album. Can't say that enough. There's another joint on here that I really do like a lot called We Had It All. Check it out. Didn't realize that we had so much Sucks when a dream gets crushed It really does, it really does, it really does Up until we fuss Thought that we were headed straight for the millions Bonds they break without trust It really does, it really does, it really does We had it all We had it all We had and every day is something Nigga like me, I try to lay in something I don't really care if they just say something Other niggas probably get the spray in something me and my crew stay in sun. Usually I try to get away with something. If you really want it, then you may get something. Nothing for free, you gotta pay with something. Uh, we had it all. We had it all. We had it all. We had it all. Ooh, baby. Ooh, you playing with? What I'm supposed to do, living in the zoo, have to get a new lady, you say this, how you throw that there, throw that there, throw that there, I can't go back there, go back there, go back there. Once again, that's We Had It All by Charlie Smarts, off of his brand new project, We Had A Good Thing Going. Available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So, before I get up out of here, uh, two things. The first one, I haven't watched Dr. Phil in a long time. And I watched it <laughs> last week. The entire episode. And there is one segment that they get into with this, this young man, this young black man at the age of what? 16 15 or 16 who claims to be a cyborg and i'm not gonna play the clip it's, i just thought it was fucking silly and you know 
but he started getting to like tapping into energies and different dimensions and you know i i i don't want to weird anybody out but there's people out there like that not referring to themselves as a cyborg or anything but i'm talking about uh with different astral astral energies and and tapping into other dimensions there's people like that out here and i'm not calling them weird i'm calling the cyborg part weird but i'm like what the fuck and i don't put much merit into the dr phil shit i think it's all an act but whatever um what is wrong with people (laughs) and he doesn't refer to himself as i he refers to himself as we like his mom would try to get him to come down for dinner and he's like um due to some paraphrasing is like due to whatever he'll just use some three to four syllable fucking words and shit like that i don't know this is the first time i watched dr phil in a long time and I felt like I lost brain cells watching it, so I just I turned away, and and I watched some Maury, and I think oh yeah, in old episodes of Jerry Springer, which I mean that don't really help because I feel like I'm losing brain cells watching them damn shows, but those are hilarious. I, at least I can look at that from a surface level and say that shit's stupid. But the fact that Doctor Phil, which I still don't think he's a real doctor, the fact that Doctor Phil is trying to take this and put a a serious tone to it is just is retarded (laughs) i i don't know i guess uh and my second thing uh justice for johnny depp um this goes to show how one-sided society can be when it comes to domestic violence and abuse um I, i i don't know what to say because there's a lot of people justice for Johnny Depp. Oh my god, like I knew she was innocent. Yeah, you you knew she was innocent, but I didn't see anybody come out and vouch for Johnny Depp. Nobody. Except for maybe people that were closest to him, but um I didn't see any of y'all come out and and vouch and say, "Oh, I don't believe Amber Heard." And and you can look at this man on certain red carpet events and in recent outings and he just looks drained as fuck. Like there's one movie called I think it's I think it's called Transcendence or something, but he's supposed to be like some experimenter. So I I can't really describe the movie because the movie is very strange. You can look at that movie and then go back and watch. Um, there's another movie that he's been in as of recent, but he looks extremely different in Transcendence. And it's, it's almost scary, like zombie-like. And even at the recent outings he's been, he looks like a zombie. Like he's just willing to just <laughs> um, self-delete himself. I, I'll, just, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, so there's some audio leak that came out, right? And he wa- it wasn't supposed to be out here, but the court said, okay, you go your separate ways. Amber and Johnny will go his separate ways and we won't talk about it anymore. Da, 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 this, that, and the third. And Amber Heard apparently is an advocate for domestic violence and an activist for human rights or some shit like that. And she just, after they separated, because they're already divorced, um, they're supposed to be in court later this year, somewhere in the summer. Amber just goes on and just starts bashing Johnny's name Uh, Johnny Depp has I believe 87 different surveillance cameras cameras around his home and over I I believe over 10 to 15 witnesses that can vouch for him he has a lot of shit and he has the audio leak so after Amber doing that he's like okay you want to play games here we go and I have this broken up a little bit, maybe one minute, maybe a minute and a half increments of their conversation or their their little argument. Um, the argument's one sided because Johnny is just calm as can be. But check this out. You gotta change how we do things, and I want to trust you. And I feel like all the trust is gone, all the fucking trust is gone in the relationship because you keep splitting. 
I'm not gonna be in a physical fucking altercation don't. with you. Then don't. You fucking hit me last night. You fucking. What about all the other times you split? It, come on, you cannot act like that. It's about that. It's well, not. Well, on a plane, I can't split. No, and you hit back. So don't act like you don't fucking participate. I pushed you. I'm not gonna get into the details of that fight. You and I both know that you split when there is no physical violence involved. And that you do it and meet like at the very beginning of fights these days. And if you split and you go into a different room and you don't actually leave that house, it does nothing but perpetuate the fight. Really, when you split on me, how do you feel when I leave you? When I split, when I go into the other room, you say. And getting me a room, I mean getting another room in a hotel is just the same thing. When did I get another room at the hotel? You uh, text Stephen or, or Nathan in Toronto to get you another room. It's chronic. It happens all the time. And if you do it to go into another room, you do it and you get dressed. You were fucking screaming at me. I'm not going to validate my actions last night. I feel very bad. No, I'm talking in Toronto. I, I did not start screaming until you had fucking said all the shit. You poke an animal enough, it is it's eventually, not, doesn't matter how friendly it is, how cool. True. So I have not done this to you. I have not said these things to you. I have not started the fight by saying I'm going to get in another room. And I'm not going to sit here and fight about fucking Toronto anymore. Guess what? I let it go. I'm not fucking about, I'm not fucking talking about Toronto. Send I can me the tapes. It. I can whisper it. I can write it. Guess what? So when they're in Toronto, uh, <laughs> uh, they were getting ready, of course, for, I, I forgot what function it was, but I, she just starts going off on him and, and he starts calling her name. So he decides to, he was like, fuck it. I'm not dealing with this shit. And she starts beating on him. It's like, all right, definitely I'm out. He gets another room in a hotel and she equates that to him running away and not wanting to put up with that and um, de-escalating or alleviating the situation. Uh, fam, you were beating on him. <laughs> he did the best that he could do. <laughs> Something I would do. I'm just walking the fuck away. If you, nah, you, you're not about to beat on me. Fuck all of that. Uh, anyway, uh, this next clip goes into her just basically saying that he shouldn't be running away. Uh, check this clip out. I would love for it to be better. I have no fucking consistency, no safety, no security. The relationship is something, me, is something you don't fight for, you don't stand up for, you always run from when it's tough. I, I'm telling you, I need more. I need, we didn't say vows. You didn't make them exactly in the same, in that, in that way, you know, but but now is a fucking time. I need to know if you're going to be there. I want promises. I told you that at the beginning of this conversation. I need promises you're going to fucking be there. I need promises that this is important to you. Not when it's easy, when it's hard too. If this is something you'll fight for. That this is something that's sacred. That neither of us throw out every fight. I can't be the only one to hold the promises. I was in Toronto and it fucked me over. I can't be the only one. You can't be the only one. If I split on you, all those times that I thought about doing it, we would not be here. And I stayed, and it's tougher. You know, that's stronger. I'm stronger. It is easy to run. It is easy to run away from problems. It is easy to take that out and say, well, that's the easiest. That, I mean, that's the best, safest. That's the safest way out. I'm not saying we should get in physical altercations. I never want to be in that. Never. But every time you don't like what I say and you fucking run away, will never work out anything. You can't run away every fight. We can't run away or you can't run away every fight, which also means even if it's verbal and physical, he can't run away. This man has locked himself in the, the fucking bathroom. This man every single time has gotten another room or at, at a hotel. And um, when they were at home at their house, he would go somewhere to another part of the house to hide from her because it would get this physical it would get very physical um she she has thrown pots and pans at this man she has beat him across the face with her fit just 
And this man has restrained himself all of this time. And it, I, I don't fucking know. Because I, all I know is, um, yeah, let me not get into that. But anyway, this goes further on. And she keeps calling him a flake because he decides every time he gets yelled at or talked down to or physically hit, uh, he decides to get up and separate himself and, and leave. And she says, oh, you're not brave. You keep flaking on me. You keep splitting. You got to promise. You got to make all of these promises to me that you won't split this time. Uh, but we're going to continue. We're talking about a fucking event this past sense. If I used loved, uh, my apologies, it doesn't mean you don't love me now. Try. Let's both try. If there's anger, if there's something fucking really, really fucking poking us in the ass, let's try. Mm. Try not to fucking fight. Try to address it without jumping down each other's throats because all that's going to do is build a mountain of fucking uh, resentment, uh, uh, some species of fucking hatred within the love and and uh, uh, totally fucking mistrust because you say you don't trust me, you don't trust me. I get it okay. I'm flake, I'm with this, I'm with that. I didn't all say right? as a person. I. It was speaking specifically about this. I don't trust the marriage. I don't trust you. I don't feel safe with it because you always fucking bail on it. Well, then I, I don't know. You know. I, I want the trust back. I don't. You can deflect all you want. Say it's my fault. Say how dare I get angry at you ever. Whatever. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't and know. I don't, and I don't help. know. I don't know what. And the sometimes thing is. I don't. I don't want to fucking be there and go through the shit. I don't, man. I don't. I know. I don't want to because I don't want to fucking fight. But it doesn't have to be one. It's not like I'm saying, hey, choose fight. You just said I get mad. I'm going to scream. No, I didn't say oh, that's always the case. I said. Yeah, I'm mad. It happens. It happens. Yes, I know. So this next clip that I'm about to play um, just goes into show how batshit crazy she is and into the confession about her admitting that she initiated every altercation, like got physical through pots and pans. Just picture the velocity of a pot or a pan flying at you. Just imagine that. That's not so fucking pleasant. Anyway, um, Johnny Depp, ever since his name was dragged through the mud, he has went to the courts to say, hey, how about this? I'll have these surveillance cameras put out through my house and all throughout the house just to have everything recorded, just to show proof. Oh, and when we get into arguments, um, we record ourselves or whatever. But anyway, let's get into the next clip. It's not true. I'm not the one who fucking throws fucking pots and Those are diff whatever that's the different. fucking else at me. That's different. That's one does not <laughs> negate the other. That's irrelevant. It's a complete non sequitur. Just because I've thrown pots and pans does not mean that you vases come and knock on the door. Just because there are vases does not mean that you come and knock on the door. Really? I should just let you throw... I'm not saying that. You're saying that. You're putting words in my mouth and then making no, non sequiturs. I'm giving you a situation. No, you're trying to justify how you don't or do come to the door no, based I'm on whether I throw pots and pans. It's irrelevant. No, I'm justifying how you, you, you seem to think that there's this cowardice in me that runs away and I don't fight for you. And you're justifying that by saying I throw pots and pans? Okay, cool. Let's no, talk about everything you do wrong. I'm not the one who fucking did that. I don't fucking... I didn't... So that makes, so that makes sense. So that I... That's no. clear. Yeah. Do I do I, the only time I ever threw anything at you was when you fucking are you, threw the cans at me in Australia. Why are you trying to justify who throws things based because on whether that, or not you come knocking on the door? I don't because get that why is a I fucking irrational and violent fucking maneuver. How so a man would want to get out of that area so that he doesn't get so fucking angry that he actually does pop the fucking wife. How does one inform the other? Oh, man. 
go home and listen to the tape. And so that was the confession uh, about her getting physical with him. Uh, so uh, we're going to get into this final clip and a little bit more comes out. This entire audio, um, I believe it's 40 something minutes long. Uh, but I, I went in and, of course, gotten some of the key parts. Uh, there is one other clip that I wasn't able to chop up and, and take. I'll get into that after this. Uh, proceed. Let's, let's ask Travis tonight. If you yes, told why don't we him. invite Travis into our, uh, in our, into our fucked up, broken ass, three fucking wheeled truck of a marriage? Why don't we crash it straight into the wall? Because no one knows us better than fucking Travis. You're just afraid that the truth will come out. What truth? That you lied. What are you fucking talking about? I didn't fucking even have a, a, a fucking thing to lie about. What are you fucking talking about? Every fucking fight, there's a new thing that you've convinced yourself no, is a lie. I said to you, You're... Amber, tell Travis what you just did. Did you just fucking, <laughs> did you punch me in the fucking jaw? Did you fucking kick <laughs> Did you? Uh -huh. Did you? And you wouldn't say a fucking reason. I don't know what oh, you're talking so about. Lied. Never fucking. I see the Never lie. fucking happened. I see the lie. You really should run with this. In fact, maybe you and Travis can like go and like, you know, do a tell all about what a hey, what, you know, an investigative stop study. Stop with the attitude, right? Sorry. Stop with the attitude. Sorry. You're getting a whole bunch. Whatever you think happened with Travis, you just wasn't no. a conversation. Listen, we I was not lying. I'm not going. You to lied. You're asshole. You're fucking full of shit. What lie? When? Hmm? What conversation did I have with Travis? A um, big, big investigative study you've done. I'm not sitting here no, fighting with you about the, with the you. fight that After we had last night. After you fucking got physically violent with me, I texted Travis. I said, come up here because I, I didn't want anything to, to happen. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. come, it's coming to what? Save me? No, go ahead. Continue. You, you, you. Travis to the rescue. No, that, no, that was the last one. You can go. Uh, you Go. That was the last insult. So Travis is Johnny Depp's uh, longtime friend and building manager. Um, and it, he's just a couple other people, uh, one of the other people that have vouched for Johnny Depp and have been a witness. Um, there's some there's some women involved, too, um, that are very close friends with Johnny Depp. Matter of fact, they're as of recent. Uh, Johnny Depp's ex-wife, actually both of his ex-wives have come out and said um johnny would never do that johnny depp would never do that um he's just he's put himself in a bad predicament he just married the wrong person but johnny depp would never do that his daughter has come out to vouch for him and yeah you may say well uh people change but fam out of all the years of just looking at johnny depp or watching him and interviews and just seeing how he was the dude has just been super chill and you can tell through this clip that he is super chill. At the same time, he is very, very, very fucking drained from this argument. Um, this is the final clip right here. This is where it just escalates of just, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what the hell to make of it, but it is, it's been exposed. So let's continue. Yeah, you, you, you called me a liar and yet, yet. I watched you lie. You, called me a liar i watched you lie i You're heard it i was right there there's no what you still haven't told me what lie it is we'll talk but yet to, every single fucking time we'll you know you Travis. do this every single fucking we'll time we'll talk to Travis. i'm not fucking talking to nobody no, fuck that you fucking... go fucking jerk go jerk him off i don't care i really could care less it's you every single time you latch onto some sort of thing when i already told you i don't know what you're fucking talking about you don't even know what you're talking about you still haven't even told me what it is but run with it you i have told you it. what it is no you haven't i said to you Travis, I said, Good. no, I said to you, hey, tell Travis what just happened. You, oh, you told me to do it. You yeah. told me to. You said, go do that. I said, no, tell him what just happened. And I lied. And that you punched me in the You're fucking right. thing and you, you in the face. Out. And you said, no, fucking, I, no, I didn't. What the fuck are you talking about? And I, I watched you lie. You. And then I, I didn't punch you, and then by I, the way. You, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, you, uh, uh, punch you. Me across the face in a proper slap but i was hitting you it was not punching you babe you're not punched don't tell me what it feels like to be punched you, you know you, even a lot of fights been around a long time i know yeah, no I when you fucking have a closed you fist get punched. you got hit i'm sorry i hit you like this but i did not punch you i did not fucking deck you 
I fucking was hitting you. you can't, I don't know yeah, what you, the boat motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are your toes? How, what am I supposed to do? Do this? How are your I, toes? I'm not sitting here bitching about it, am I? You are. Oh, That's you, the difference between me toes. and you. You're a fucking baby. Because you start you physical are fights? You're a baby! Because Call you, the fuck off, Because you Julie. start physical fights? I did start a physical fight. Yeah, you did, so I had because, to get the fuck out of there. Yes. You did. So you did the right thing, the big thing. The, you know what? You are admirable. Every single time. What, what, what's your excuse? When there's not a physical fight, then what's the excuse there? So on that note, she just keeps saying, uh, what's the excuse of you leaving even when it doesn't get physical? Um, that's called restraint and knowing yourself better than anyone else. Knowing yourself better than you even realize. Like, I'm that way too. Uh, when something escalates, uh, depending on the temperature of the room, I'm going to leave because I don't like get, I all that play fighting shit, all of that, you know, physicality. I don't like don't fucking touch me. Don't do none of that. And I can tell Johnny Depp is that same type of individual. Just don't touch me because I don't know what the hell's going to happen. That's how I am, too. Uh, there's a lot of people out there like that. This is the prime example. Uh, if you weren't aware of what narcissism was and manipulation and conniving and, and just just I, fuck, man, this is sad. If you never knew the example of those words. That was it right there. Amber Heard. She should literally be the pictorial version of what narcissism and and manipulation is fam and she has the nerve to be a human rights activist and a person that speaks out against domestic violence yet she is the one who initiates everything and then flips it on johnny by calling him a coward a baby because he runs for help there was one situation um this isn't the first audio that's leaked out uh, there was another situation where, and I believe, I forgot, I think this was in California. He runs to the bathroom, locks himself in there just to hide from her. And she just goes to uh, banging on the door and, and screaming at him. And if you listen into the audio clip, he, he asks, how are your toes? So um, he does what anybody wants to do when I guess the person on the other end is calmed down and say, please just open the door. Just please just let's just talk about this. And poor Johnny, <laughs> poor Johnny kind of cracks the door open, I guess. And once he cracks the door, she she kicks it with all her might, knocking him down. And then goes into the bathroom, screaming, yelling and beating on the dude. I don't give a fuck um, if it was the uh, if it was the other way around. Just think about that. I don't need to get into it, but think about it if it was the other way around. Fam, I don't care if you're a man. Don't nobody need to be getting hit on. This is why I don't when, you know, people and, and you know, men in confessions and, you know, or in a circle at a meeting and, you know, just talking about uh, their lives and, and, you know, abuse claims and all of that and rape claims. I don't laugh at that shit. I don't laugh. When I was younger, I was stupid. I was a knucklehead and I kind of laughed at it. Oh, girls can't do that. And then, you know, when you get older, you get smarter. I'm like, God damn, like this shit can happen to men, too. I can't laugh at shit like this. And of course, nobody and I'm referring to the fucking media has come out and, and spoke about this at all. But yet when Amber Heard came out and, and lied on the man. Uh, they just smeared this man. He's fired from Pirates of the Caribbean 6. I love Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Not 6. I love the franchise of Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, 4 and 5, eh, they're okay. But, you know, it's, it's the first three that won me over. I love Captain Jack Sparrow. And the fact that he's fired from that and, and other film projects, it just sucks. And I don't know if he get, I don't think he'll ever get those back. I'm hoping wishful thinking because I'm like, damn, I can't see nobody else as Jack Sparrow. 
um, and Johnny Depp does so damn well at playing different characters. Sweeney Todd, Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland, like Edward Scissorhands. We've seen these movies. So to see him in this predicament, as drained as he looks, he looks like a damn zombie, just like, please save me. Somebody please help me. I'm not, I can't sit here and troll and joke about this because this is not a fucking laughing matter. It's just, and I've heard people joke and laugh about this as of recent, and it's, that's not fucking cool. But, um, I'm, I don't want to be cliche, and I'll just, I'll just say it. I don't give a shit. Justice for Johnny Depp. I'm hoping when the court case happens, when this, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to be on this side or her side because this is, is fucked up. And we know how society is. Um, nobody cares what the man has to say. And normally is always the man's fault. And just to put this into perspective, um, around the time where uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, I guess, were talking, Amber Heard, it came out that she was like lesbian or whatever. And she dated a woman named Tasia Van Ray. Tasia Van Ray is a photographer damn good one too uh tasia is in her uh 40s now or her early 40s uh but her and amber heard dated she would beat on tasia van ray amber heard was fucking around with elon musk at one point she would beat on elon musk and now catch up to speed and we're at the situation of johnny depp and it just it looks like it's taking a toll on him and she's beating on Johnny Depp. Just to put this out there. Um, but yeah. We'll see what happens. I And I hope. There's some sort of justice served. For Johnny Depp. Uh, but at least for now we can say. Um, there's some vindication here. For Johnny Depp. And with that being said. That wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 200. Of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick. Shout out to 12 Cow Podcast, Random Tandem, We Came From Bad News, The John Effect Podcast, Two Awkward Millennials, uh, Tackless Know-It-All Podcast, you know the usual, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, and of course I can't forget about the BYNK family, shout out to Cole Jackson and Shogun from Government Name Podcast, and shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Uh, so... Real quick with Carefree Black Nerd, Batwoman, our Batwoman podcast that we do, which is called Nights in Gotham, is on hiatus. Uh, Batwoman ain't coming back until like the 16th of February or like later in the month of February. I don't freaking know. Anyway, uh, but this Wednesday, we're getting together to talk about 1995's Bad Boys with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Um, Just reminiscing about the movie what we love about it we got into a little uh conversation about the movie after last week's uh batwoman episode and we were talking about the uh, the actress that plays the witness taya leone uh i'm pretty sure we'll touch on that topic again because i don't want to spoil it for y'all like that um uh, and last but not least shout out to jasmine blue and hakeem skit with those are bynk radio blog content creators i'm also a blog content creator Go to bynkradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, and scroll down till you see Social Introvert. That's my blog. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. You can also follow the podcast Instagram page, which is at the Social Introvert Podcast, as well as the Twitter podcast page, TSI underscore pod. All of that will be in the description of this episode. Uh, send any emails, send your thoughts. If you have any questions, could be about anything, doesn't matter, man. Shoot the shit. Uh, if you want to come on the show, I hit you up, or you can hit me up and just say, yo, I want to come on and just talk. Talk some some nerd shit, some movie shit, some, you know, whatever. Doesn't matter what it is. Send those emails to <laughs> the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And until Thursday, guys, peace. Uh, I'm preset, put your amp on that Respect these steps to push your lamp on back Shine brighter, G 
Go ahead and flex on that. Every letter is a message. Put your text on that. Put your rack on this. I'll take a bottom dollar rap and tour the map to change opinions if that fact don't stick. Ah, uh, moving like my back don't itch from backstabbers causing scabs because my back don't flip. Word, word. I think I gotta X that shit. Too many wanna feel entitled to the next man shit. The next man would just plan to press the next man's chick. Shit, I remember when my ex was on the next man's dick. Word, but you live and you learn. Could never tell a pot was hot by just letting it burn. They say my oil hot, hot. and so it's popping right now. Got the assist, took the rock, and ain't no dropping it now. Swish, these bigger pictures ain't no cropping them down. I hear my league as if they scream, there's no stopping them now. I reach high, son, with my bands on the ground. Never started pushing weight, I put the grams in the sound. Moving packs within a wave to shower half of a town. Cause mainstreams can never change how a sample get down. Try harder, man, they can't fuck with the real. Cause at the end of the day, this gon' make you feel bring the chorus in uh matter of fact don't this the type of shit they want to hear a rapper rap on it's so it's so smooth so i use it to move that's why your shorties love the albums and the things that i do it's straight silk g water through nets pounds of the cess keep it simple man pour out the wine bottle the stress yeah uh and this a long ass verse you see i pop it because i can't quench in all that thirst lord have mercy was taught to make beats at first basement shit my brother made me heed that work the keys at first the casio was bleed and burst burst that real repeat that and keep that sealed zip that disc zip that disc and zip that dish and flip that shit and keep that lit repeat that shit uh, uh word that was the norm i learned rap through high hats and got a form i spent years learning the skill from big bro he led me to that floor for years i drank slow uh, uh word and from the bottom of the bucket you can either sink or swim if you float and they gon' love the shit